Happy Sunday, everyone. Welcome to the smartest guy in the room. I'm your host, Jerry Dempsey, along with Matt Smith. Matthew, good morning. How's your Sunday going so far? Well, I've been up for an hour, and uh, this past hour has been okay so far. So, so let's uh, hour by hour, let's keep this up. Right on. Well, it's raining here. We actually have some shitty weather, and um, it's annoying to me because I try to do ten thousand steps every day. Yeah, it's a little bit of a regimen I've adhered to past uh, couple years. And usually, the first thing I do when I get up is I make coffee, take a dump, and then go for a walk. And not, you know, maybe in that order if I can swing it. But like today, I don't know about you, but when I get up. I have to get out of bed because the first thing I have to do is I have to take a crap. Okay. It's, it's like I could wind my watch to it, but I, I have this like little game where I run downstairs and I try to get the coffee going or <laughs> I take a crap. And today it almost didn't work because I almost shit myself <laughs> my <laughs> while son- trying to make my coffee. <laughs> My Sunday is going a little less better right now because <laughs> now in about three minutes, I've heard you talk about your poo <laughs> several times. <laughs> yeah, it was raining here today and uh, this morning, and I refused to get out of bed because the minute I get out of bed, my dog wants to go for a walk and she does not air if it's raining or not and i did not want to go out in the rain i finally got up uh and when i did it stopped raining uh, it was it had stopped so that's good uh, yeah, uh, i didn't go for my walk that's the, the long and the short of my story i uh i'm not going out in the rain yeah um yeah it's it uh it hasn't rained that much here in buffalo this summer at all um and it, when it has, it's rained while I've been sleeping. So uh, it's been a really sunny summer here in Buffalo. And is that global warming? I, you know, people. It makes me <laughs> fucking insane here that people bitch about the summer and it being too hot. And I've heard people bitch that it's too sunny. It's like the, the winters <laughs> here. Are, the winters here are so fucking brutal. Like how you could fuck. It's like being hungry and bitching about being served food. You know, it makes no fucking sense. I don't know, man. Fucking people. Well, people man. Like I just play, fucking man. I'm I'm losing people. Ugh. Well, let's get to our topic then. So, folks, today we came up with something goofy and it's just I guess we could call it um popular opinions that are out there that y- you either just think are totally stupid or maybe you just don't agree with them and maybe you don't want to tell people because you don't want to get like gang jumped or something that <laughs> get gang jumped well like i i mean that like metaphorically on the internet if you ever like are on a, a group or like i'm in some some tv show groups and if you just say something that goes against the popular grain for instance like there's a show better call Saul that it just ended and yeah. you know, so I'm on some kind of group on Reddit and I said something about one of the main characters and I got so much fucking hate. I had to take, my, and I said it as a goofy comment and so many people got mad at me. I took, I took the comment down cause I was like, Holy fuck, man. I don't <laughs> look at all the, look at the shit storm I created. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Twitter is the worst for that. Are you still on Twitter? I didn't know you were. Yeah, and it's just fucking awful. Like you can't say anything on fucking Twitter. Uh I I once said something on Twitter. I don't even know what I said. It was like some author said something about I think the founding fathers. And oh. apparently she's I had never heard of this author, but apparently she's like sold millions of books and everyone knows her and uh I think she's an Asian American. I forget her name. It was something like Elizabeth Wu or Eileen Wu or something like that. 
And she said something about the founding fathers and, you know, she called them like a, a bunch of white men writing this document from the white perspective. And, you know, I understand that in today's society with how diverse the country is and blah, 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 that that's might be a legitimate issue, but we're going back to the creation of this country, you know? And, and so I'm, I, I think my argument, I don't remember what it was, but I was like, I'm like, you're, you're recasting something that happened almost 300 years ago or 250 years ago. And you're holding it to today's standards, you know? And I'm like, that, that's fucking retarded. Uh, I didn't say it that way. I, th- I think I said it in a really hands-off way. Like, and I just got, I got shit on for a month. <laughs> Literally a month. I would open up Twitter and I would have like, every time I'd open up Twitter, I'd have like <laughs> 75 notifications and I'd look at them. And it was just people shitting on me. And I was just like, oh my God. It's just, it was awful. I didn't take the quote down. I think I just like muted the conversation, but. Yeah. Well, that's all you can do. I mean, I'm on this Henry David Thoreau group on Facebook. And, you know, some Jack Leg was like, what would Thoreau say about global warming today? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I didn't even respond, but I just read through all the comments and watched other people fight about it. And I'm like, this is like one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. You know what? I have an answer that fucking Thoreau wouldn't say a goddamn thing about global warming because he'd be in the fucking woods and he wouldn't be able to get Wi-Fi. He wouldn't even fucking know about it. He wouldn't be able to read the news. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. So I'm going to kick off our popular opinion one with one that really annoys me. Um comes from that Jordan Peterson. Well, that it doesn't come from there, but he made it, you know, took the old fashion. It's make your bed every day. I think that's like the dumbest fucking thing in the world. But you hear people say that every every day, like get up and make your bed and you'll have a more productive day. Like, I think that's just fucking stupid. I don't make my bed ever. And really don't care about it. Yeah, we don't make our bed. Like wow. maybe once in a while we'll make it, but day in day out, my wife and I do not make our bed. And yeah, I have heard that many times. And I think it actually comes from a, a like a general in the army or something like that, some well-known military leader in America. Who, uh, but I think it's something that's repeated. I did. I have heard Jordan Peterson say that before. It's like one I of his think- rules. Yeah, I make my bed every single day. I there's a reason. There's many reasons for that. I can't sleep. I can't come into a, if I'm tired. I can't get into a dirty bed. I say dirty. I, you know, unmade bed. I can't get into an unmade bed. I have to have wow. my bed made. And so much so that I don't. I keep my bed made, and I just sleep with a comforter that I pull out of a chest and I at night I sleep on top of the made bed mm. with a comforter over me. So when I get up in the morning, all I have to do is put the comforter back in the chest. Oh yeah. I used to, I had that I had a sleeping bag. I did that with like, yeah. I unzipped a sleeping bag and I would just put the sleeping bag over me and sleep on a made bed. But do you, do you wear pajamas when you go to bed? Do you even like, that's another thing that's really stupid. Like, when was the last time you actually wore pajamas to bed? Um, <laughs> when I was probably in fifth grade. <laughs> Who the fuck wears pajamas this day? I don't know, but when you see a guy in full-on pajamas, like like Mr. Brady or some from some TV show, <laughs> like do people really fucking do that? <laughs> yeah, well, along that lines, not only I had to pajamas, iron my, my sleep my pajamas, not only the pajamas, but remember the sleeping cap that looked that had the long yeah the hat like who. Did with anyone ever really sleep <laughs> with a sleeping cap on? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe Jewish people do. They have those little caps. <laughs> I don't know if they wear them yeah, to bed. I don't think, I don't, you know, I don't think, I personally need to have my bed made. My house, like, it's just, 
I'm very I'm like a I'm a very neat person. Everything I just like everything to be neat. And you know yeah. the the other the weird thing, like I need to have my bed made, but like my wife won't leave the house if there's dirty dishes in the sink. Oh God. Is she Bilbo Baggins? <laughs> <laughs> my house is kind of like pretty much like spotless, but like if there's if we're going somewhere and there's dirty dishes in the sink, she'll clean them and put them away. Yeah, we don't we don't have that problem. <laughs> she doesn't. I'm like... actually more of a I'm more of a shit brick about that than uh than my wife. Like I can't stand when the kitchen is not clean. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't have any problem with that. Yeah, yeah. What about uh taking a dump out in public? I bet you don't do that. Fuck no, no. I will drive home. I will. I could work a half hour away from my house. I'll drive home. I knew it. Ugh. That's a sign of insanity. People I'm who telling shit, you. People who shit in public. No. I go to the gym. And the other day I went in there. I had to take a leak. And there's three, you know, shitters. Including the handy capable one. Right. And they're all full. I'm like, these guys just come, they hold their dump in at home so they can come to the gym and take a shit here. Like, what's going on? I, that's a sign of sickness. It was I, like 10 30 in the morning, too. I'm like, why are these people shit? Like, and it was three. I'll I'll load it up. Probably <laughs> one dude in the wings waiting. I know. And re, well, you know, smell like the fucking zoo. I, I think that people who shit at Public arenas and stadiums. I'm talking like sports stadiums. <laughs> yeah. Are are psychotic. Oh. I I know a guy. <laughs> I know this person. He poos like seven times a day. And you know, I asked him. He goes to the Bills games a lot, and I'm like, con- I'm fascinated by this guy's bowels because it, it's just not normal. And like he doesn't think day. there's anything wrong with it. So I asked him the other day. I said, you know, because he goes to he goes to all the Bills games. I said, do you do you go poo in the stadium? And he goes, no. He goes, he goes. Uh, he was taught. He said, I I never go poo in the stadium. He goes, but I you know I just I shit my pants. What? And I'm like, what? And he's like, well, yeah. He goes, well, you know, most of the games are in the winter, so there's no smell. And I and I'm like, so you just sit there. I can't. I can't With, take this. And, 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 and he was like, and he recognizes how nuts it is. But he's just like, yeah. He's like, you know, it's winter time, and and he was like, he was <clears> telling <throat> me, he's like, well, you know, he's like, he goes, I shit my pants probably like twice a year, and he's like, but that, you know, he's he's, he's like, that's normal, right? <laughs> on purpose? I mean, come on, dude. Not on purpose, but like he's. He's an he's a fully grown adult. And he's no, just, me, but he's like, oh, I'll just shit here because no, 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 he doesn't I, like like, like shark. No, like I, he's I, farting. I think he just poos his pants twice a year. But he's like, but that's normal, right? And I'm like, no, it's I've been pooed my pants since I was like four years old. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> so I mean, no, I almost did no, during no, a marathon, but that's a little different that's scenario. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's different. That's like. That's completely different. But no, I would never poo in a public place ever. Well, I'm glad we got that taken care of. I go the opposite way, actually. <clears throat> and, and, and I'm probably destroying my health. But like if if I'm going, sometimes if I go to a Bills game or like to New York City or something like that, I'll take a modium and I won't poo for two days. That's way too forward thinking for my, my liking. Well, it's it's probably bad for my kidneys, too, but... I just don't ever want to have to go poo in the in a public. The most well thought out thing like that I've ever done is I'll like if I know I'm going to do a lot of heavy drinking, like when I go to Colorado in the mountains, I'll buy like three or four of those jugs of Pedialyte. Those get rid of a hangover almost better than anything else. Just FYI to the not Gatorade, the Pedialyte. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, that, but that, good. well, yeah, it fights dehydration. I and you're in the altitude too, so you're drinking at altitude is like a double punch. I don't drink heavily anymore. I, in my old age, 
I, I no, just, heavily has changed from a definition perspective for me. Yeah. No, I I stop at like three beers. I don't know. It's been a while since I've drank anything, so I don't know what my limits are. But I know, like, <laughs> once you go a while without drinking, you lose any ability. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although like, I found that, you know, everything is craft beer now and has high alcohol content. And uh, when I don't, when I drink just normal domestic beer now, mm-hmm. as opposed to <clears throat> craft beer, because normally every place you go to now, all they really have and all they really push are craft beer. So in a way, even though I don't drink that much, it's raised my tolerance when I do drink a regular domestic beer. Like yesterday, last night I went to, uh, uh, one of the things we did last night, we went to, uh, the Bison's game and we were just drinking cans of Heineken. And I probably could have drank them, drank them all all night because they weren't. I'm so used to craft beer, which has like seven, eight percent alcohol. Yeah. And the Heinekens had like, you know, four. And uh, it was like drinking water. Yep. Yeah. The Coors Lights. I mean, you could probably drink those if you time it right. You could probably drink them all night and never get past a slight buzz. Right. Yeah. All right, what's another one of these uh, popular opinions, Matt? Why don't you take a swing at something? Uh, Well, in popular music right now, uh, one of the most popular forms of music is this, you know, this, I guess you would call it new country music. These, these, These artists are selling out everywhere, and it's extremely popular amongst, young white people in their twenties they're every white kid I know who's in their mid mid to late twenties. They're just giant country fans and it included my daughter and it pisses me off. And I don't think that anyone who lives from Southern Maryland up to Maine has any business whatsoever being a fucking country music fan. And it pisses me off. I, it it my daughter has turned into a huge country music fan, and it's I, I I feel like she's wounded me. It it affects me. It's affected my relationship with her, and she's been she's she dates this guy who I love. They've been together for a long time, and he comes from this small. He's a hockey player. He comes from this very small town in Canada, and uh, <clears throat> all those people are farmers and they listen to this country music and she told me uh that if her and her boyfriend eventually get married that they're probably going to have this country music at their reception like for the whole reception and and i'm not i'm not lying to you she told me this back in april they're not even close to getting engaged right now and this has been like one of the main concerns eating away at my head and i told her I'm like, I would, I, I almost mean this. I told her, I said, I would rather you be involved in porn than listen to this shit. Like, this is how bad it's fucking Jeez, wounded what's me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, because I, I'm not a porn guy. I don't look at porn, but I, I, I at least understand it. I only I don't, use porn for educational purposes. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> this. I don't understand this. And, and I don't think anyone who lives north of Virginia has any business whatsoever listening to this fucking shit. And it's it's popular. It's more popular than it's ever been. And it it it's affected yeah, I'm not um it's affected me drastically. And I think I think that there's a real I think this is a, a problem that America's not taking seriously enough. I can't disagree with you. I do have the opinion that like people should like what they like. Like we talked about trying to manipulate our children into liking the same music we like. And I mean, with the exception of the boss, cause I have the Bruce channel in my car usually on most of the time. And I don't know that my kids like Bruce. They know I do and they make fun of it and they they'll like mimic my singing in the car and, and have, <laughs> we all have a good time. <laughs> and uh 
But like my son, I don't know. He's like, I was flipping through the dial and he goes, oh, leave that on, dad. I'm like, oh, you like that? And he's like, why do you like it? And I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't really matter, does it? You like it. I'll leave it on. But we had a, like, I was, it was, that was the talk that kind of sparked my whole memory or my whole thought around. I don't try to tell them what, what music is good or bad. I'm like, it's just like looking at a piece of art. Like, I don't know if Jackson Pollock is a genius. I could look at his painting and go, I could fucking do that. I could just take a paintbrush and whip it at the wall. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no one's going to call me a genius. They're going to call me like, you know, Hunter Biden with his bubble art. <laughs> <laughs> but you get my point. Like, I can't I- tell these people not to like the country music, but it's like bubblegum country music, right? Or am I not? I don't know. I don't know. First of all, I completely, as I said, I respect your take on not forcing your musical tastes on your kids because I fucking hate parents who do that. It makes me fucking insane. Well, give me an example of parents that do that, though, because I don't really know that. Oh, much. I know. I know. I know people who, like, you know, they drag their kids to, like, all these fucking shows from artists that they love who are all from like the sixties and seventies. And then they insist that their kids like loved it and had a great time. And you know, like, fuck you. They did not, <laughs> you know, they're, they're just, they're... Like, let your kids have something to do with like grateful dead revival. Oh, shit or... that sh- no, no, it's like, you know, I don't want to, I'm trying to put a face and a name to this because I don't really know. I kind of get what you're talking about. Like Paul McCartney or Billy Joel or dragging your kids to like these shows. It it just makes me fucking insane. Like just let your kids grow up. My son likes both of them. (laughs) Grow up with your own. But but if he discovers them on if he discovers them on his own, that's cool. But like when you're trying to like mold someone into like a mini you. That pisses me off. Yeah. Um, I get you. But I think there's, I just, I draw the line at country music because I just, here's the thing. I think anyone should live as freely as they want, but I don't think they should commit murder. You know, I think there's limits to freedom. And I think musically the limit is fucking bad new country music that all sounds the fucking same. I think, I think that music, I really think that music is a crime against humanity. And I don't think fucking people Do you like any country music. No. Well, no, no. And I don't, I know people are going to say, well, there's old country music, you know, Johnny cash and, and, you know, Merle Haggard. I don't, I don't like like David Allen Coe. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't relate to that stuff, you know? So I know it's popular. (laughs) I work, you know, it's, it's, but Confederate Railroad, they're good. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm going to call bullshit too. And everyone became a Johnny Cash fan after Johnny Cash died. And I saw all these, That's like, true. all these people that I was friends with, <clears throat> you know, like all of a sudden, like they were posting Johnny Cash music. And it's like, fuck you. you none, of, no one, none of these people cared about Johnny Cash when he was alive. <sighs> and then he suddenly became cool. When, you know, he appeared on the Nine Inch Nails video and then he died shortly after and everyone was yeah. like, I've always been a Johnny Cash fan. It's like, you fuck you. You were not, you know, so you were going to ACDC concerts. You weren't a, a Johnny Cash fan. Yep, I I agree. I agree. Hmm. I kind of equate this new fans of new country music. With like a a low intelligence, and I know that's not <laughs> I know that's not right because my daughter is exceptionally bright, you know she's a fucking scientist, but like I think that's what pisses me off. It's like how could someone so smart like you be a fan of this fucking bullshit? Or we talked about this too much, but well, I mean, it's like smart people that like The Simpsons, I guess. But there is some intelligence into The Simpsons. There's a lot of intelligence in The Simpsons. But a lot of people think it's stupid. You know what I mean? How many people do you know? Like, oh, you like The Simpsons? Remember back in the day, you, like you tell someone, yeah, Simpsons was really good last night. But this, this, they would like. <laughs> there's brilliant social commentary in this on The Simpsons. This new country music, they fucking they just sing about their pickup trucks. 
No, it's actually the lowest common denominator stuff. Exactly. It really is. Drinking warm beer and my feet in the water. I'm going to screw my daughter. Yeah, it's just fucking awful. It's it's the lowest common denominator of like, they just throw a bunch of things together that sound country, and that's a song. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's all like, you know, it's, it's just... A blue jean girl on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, a blue jean girl on a Saturday night. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking, it's garbage. I know. I know. I didn't, I didn't want to, like, lay into it too hard. But at the end of the day, when I hear stuff like that, I have to turn it off. Like, there's music when I'm driving. I'll, I like to flip around a lot. And if... There's just music that will come on and it'll make me want to crash my car into the nearest <laughs> possible street sign, <laughs> old lady with a walker. Uh, I, I just want to drive into something and kill the music. Uh, all right, let's move on. I'll give you another unpopular take. Do it. Um, I approach this one with trepidation, but if we're going to do a show on unpopular takes uh it's got to be said i think marriage is a stupid institution i've said that and i definitely the concept of it i'll put it this way Uh, i'll turn it back to you but my my swag at it is it's wrong from the legal point of view what do you mean well, a marriage is just a future divorce. If you really want to think about it, I mean, Ooh, statistics. Very, no. very, very eloquent. It's like uh, when we were single. My one buddy used to say, "Let's go out and meet our future ex-wives." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds like a good plan. <laughs> I, I want to meet the girl. I have to give half my shit to. And you know, it's what it comes down to a lot of times. You know, it's like. The concept, if you go back in time, there was like a necessary requirement for people to band together and, you know, have a common thing. But today, yeah, marriage is just uh, a fucking scam. (laughs) Well, you know, I think like until they come up with a, and I don't know who they are, but until they come up with a better until they come up with a replacement for it. Cause I, I understand the, uh, I guess re- I'm going to say reason. And I, I hate that word, but like, I understand. Oh, let's put it this way. I understand the purpose it serves and it really has to do with children, you know, uh, um, you know, creating a family and raising children, but there's, someone has to come up with a better system that's socially responsible. Um, but marriage itself conceptually, especially today as we are, you know, living longer, it's just, it's fucking, it's, it, if you were to read what, uh, what it was going to, what marriage is on paper, you would never really agree to it. Like Bill Burr, that comedian, that popular comedian, he has this bit, you know, and he's talks about how like now three fourths of marriages fail, you know? And, and he's like, if if you were going to go skydiving and they told you, well, three fourths of the people who skydive die, (laughs) you would never do it. He goes, yeah, we, you know, we enter these contracts so willingly. And, you know, the idea that one, and this is, this has nothing to do with like my spouse, you know, or anything like that. It's just in general. <laughs> You're if the you, exception. <laughs> if you like the idea that one person, this one person is going to fill all of your needs, your social needs, your emotional needs, your sexual needs, your, your, it's just impossible. It's an impossible thing and it sets people up for failure and yeah. and miserableness. And, you know, I, I could remember like these old couples who have been like growing up and talking to like being around these old couples who have been married for like 40, 50, 60 years. And they, 
They just, by the end of their life, they just seem like they fucking hate each other and want to kill each other. Yep. And then one of them dies, and then the the person is an emotional wreck. And, and the whole thing is just so confusing to me. I don't know. Well, it ties into one that I wrote down. Uh, I heard this the other day from a young person, like a 20-something at the gym. He was like, do you think, why can't men and women be friends? Like, a, and that's, if you go back in time, like, let's just say you were dating your wife, you weren't married yet, and she had, like, some guy friend that she talked to all the time that wasn't gay. Right. Like, a lot, I don't, I'm not saying you specifically, but a lot of guys would have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Wait, I, I'm I'm losing you a little bit here. Like, if you're a guy and you got a girlfriend or even your a wife that has a friend that she talks to all the time, could be a work buddy or just yeah. someone from life that she talks to and maybe goes out to lunch with and hangs out with. Like everyone thinks that she's probably going to fuck him at some point. Right. So they say like men and women can't be friends for that purpose. It's like a slightly adjacent to what you're talking about with the whole marriage is just a scam. Like why can't men and women be friends? Cause Oh, cause they're going to have sex versus, yeah, they could be, you could be, you know what I mean? You could be friends with a, a guy or a girl. Like I know a dude in it that does, goes to Alcoholics Anonymous and they, they only have men in the group because right. they, the idea being if they let women in that people will start fucking each other and that'll create more problems for these drunks. <laughs> so wait, so you believe that men and women can be friends? I don't know what I believe. I, See, I'm not tied. I don't tie myself to any belief system because I'm too open minded. I just like to listen to other people's opinions, see what they think about it or what they've experienced. I mean, I've been friends with a ton of women that I wouldn't sleep with or even if I found them attractive, they're already like in a sister kind of position to me. So I don't think about trying to bone them or whatever. I mean, I've had that throughout my life. I think you can only be friends with an ugly woman. Why is that? <clears throat> just give me a quick, quick. I just, I just think that men and women are, you know, I mean, I, I just, I, I think there's a, I, I, it's, it's biological. It's a, it's a drive, you know? I mean, I think, I don't know if you're really close with, with a, you could, you could be friends, but I think that if you're friends with someone who you're attracted to, of if you're friends with someone of the opposite sex and you're attracted to them, I think that there is always that possibility it's going to cross the line. Well, yeah, you layer on the I'm fact. I'm not saying that, you, that a man and a woman can't be friends, but I think that there's there's always going to be a sexual tension if you find that person attractive. Whether you cross the line with them or not, <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, so, I don't disagree with that. But then you think it of, think about like Arnold Bonin is made. Yeah. So well, I mean, I mean, well, she wasn't particularly an attractive woman, so I, I don't want to denigrate her, but she wasn't. You know, this is a super, this is a movie superstar bodybuilder Arnold. She's kind of a plain Jane at best. Well, I think I think there's that's a situation where someone who of of stature is taking advantage of their power and influence. That's a whole other issue. Well, it's just men being pigs, which again, lowest common denominator. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and yeah. And, and, uh, but again, I, <laughs> I've seen pictures of that woman and I was and you know, Arnold was married to an attractive woman and there you go. That goes back to marriage. Like, Right. That, you know, he had an attractive wife. They were very wealthy. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't think marriage is realistic in a lot of ways. I don't know. I think you just make decisions. Yeah. Like, um, it goes back to, you know, expectations and, and all these insane expectations people put on what their life should be, what their other, you know, and you always hear it probably 
well, from both sides, but I always hear it more from women. Like when they think about marriage, they want to put all the responsibility on the other entity. <laughs> like, oh, I just want a man that brings me flowers every day, or I just want a man that asks me how my day was. Like, no, that's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's total bullshit. It's I total mean, bullshit. I, this song in the radio the other day was playing, and I told my son to take note to the lyrics. It was, uh, girls don't like boys, girls like cars and money. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, is that true? And I'm like, pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a there's a, a song by The Hold Steady, which is a indie rock band, and it, they're, it's, 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 the song is... Uh, Boys go for looks, girls go for status, and it's pretty much true. Yeah, and you could define status in a number of ways. It oh, could yeah. be wealth. It could be, uh, you know, just the way a man is viewed by other people, and that's enough to to make a girl think she's got something special. Uh, well, even the bad boy, I, right? They want to go for the bad just, boy. Yeah, or or you know, like, you know, everyone loves this guy, so I must have someone something special, even though he he makes me sick. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I think I think you bring up a good point, though. I think I think that the vast majority of people don't live the way they really truly want to. They live in a way that, even if they're not even consciously aware of it, I think a lot of people. I think a vast majority of people live their life living up to the expectations of others. They do things because they think it's expected of them. Oh yeah. Um, and I think that's sad. Yeah. One of my, I made a bunch of little points and one of them was like caring what other people think. Yeah. And I mean, there's a limit to that, but, you walk around. I mean, I, I can imagine this happened to you as a kid, but you know, but my mom for sure is like always worried what other, other people's perception of us. Oh was. my God. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a working class thing. I think, uh, cause uh, you know, our parents were depression era people and working class and my parents, especially, you know, they, they were like just very proud because they were, they came from like nothing and they, you know, gave us a house in the, the suburbs, you know, even though the, yeah, the, even though our suburbs were kind of shitty, but you know, like, like I, one of the rules so. was I was not allowed to wear jeans to school. They used to, and my parents called them dungarees. I was not aware. <laughs> and the reason I wasn't allowed to wear dungarees to school was it had everything to do with them. You know, they're like, you're not going to dress like a slob because, because we work hard and we gave you, we've given you a good life and we, you know, you're not going to go out looking like a slob because it reflects poorly on us. Yep. You know, and it was like, you're fucking, insane. you know, the other thing though, I, I just, just figured this out not too long ago. I mean, to cut you off, but like, um, they project that back on to you. Like when oh, yeah. I, um, when I moved to North Carolina a long time ago and started working for a tech company, um, my parents came to visit and the whole time I lived in Buffalo, they never, they didn't, they knew I worked at a computer company selling computer shit. They never like wanted to see where I worked. They never even came to my first apartment where I lived with your, your buddy, my buddy. <laughs> they never, they never, they never came to that apartment one time. Okay. Really? Never asked where I lived. Never, never. <laughs> Uh -uh. Never, they never asked where you lived. <laughs> no, I swear to God, they never. <laughs> neither one of them ever came there. <laughs> and you know, when I would try to tell them about my job, they didn't fucking want to listen. My dad would compare everything to welding. Well, that's not like welding. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no shit. Dad. <laughs> well, you got to weld the motherboard, Dad. But you know, <laughs> that's not welding. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so. I brought them to my office and I'm like, I work in a fucking office in a little cubicle. Like there's nothing to see. And, uh, I was recounting that story cause I, they, they, 
annoyed me so much. I brought them in. I showed them my cubicle. And then there was a get a girl. I'd been there like a month and a half. There was a girl sitting in the cube next to me that I was kind of friends with. And my dad's like, hey, you know, my son Jerry's single. <laughs> and, and, you know, he's just doing the stupid things that your dad would do to embarrass you. Right. And I was trying to tell my mother that story. And all of a sudden she's like, you didn't want to show us around because you were embarrassed of us or something like that. And I'm like, where the fuck did you get that from? And that, see, that's her projecting what she would think if she was in my shoes. Right. And I'm like, that never even crossed my mind. I, don't, I mean, you guys embarrass yourselves or don't <laughs> embarrass yourselves. Like, I don't care. You know, my dad drove his motorcycle to the West Seneca Little Loop football field one time when I was, like, playing for the Warriors oh. or one of those teams. Uh-huh. I don't remember. You played. Did you play any of that shit? No. I don't remember. I, 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 I played hockey. I played with Jimmo and some other people you and I know in common. But anyway, I just remember, like, after our game, me and some of the kids were just, like, you know, getting food from the concession stand. My dad comes rolling up, and he just looked like, some half at you know he looked like one of the guys from the gang from uh philo beto <laughs> <laughs> from the black widows you know uh-huh. and yeah. i wasn't embarrassed of him but i was just like my dad is such a fucking piece of work <laughs> <laughs> you know you got other kids dads are like dressed nice and look like normal humans and here comes my dad who looks like he just crawled out from under the car like changing the fucking oil or something but i mean i was never embarrassed of him, I was like, if that's the way he wants to look, then that's the fucking way he wants to look. But they'll project onto you like their beliefs, even though you don't hold them. That's that's something I woke up to. I don't know if that's earth shattering. It just it was something I woke up to the other day. Yeah, it's funny you brought up the apartment you and Frank lived in, and your parents never even asked where you lived. I think about that apartment a lot. I don't know why, but I God, that. That place was such a shithole. I loved it. I loved that apartment. <laughs> I was kidding. I used to visit you guys in that apartment and I would just get depressed. Yeah. It was it was such a shithole. And again, next it was it was part of a it, it was like a duplex in a our big buddies. square box. <laughs> our, it was a duplex and our buddies lived next door to you in the adjoining apartment and there and it was the exact same de- apartment and their apartment was beautiful. You guys you yeah. guys almost we didn't have a $5,000 fish tank in it. It almost seemed like you guys worked really hard at making that place the most depressing fucking apartment that two guys could ever live in. <laughs> uh, I just remember I bought a couch and then Frank like I came home one day and he was like eating popcorn. It was all over the couch and I flipped out on him. <laughs> it, a, a, a mental ward was hap, was in a was a happier environment than that fucking apartment. I love that apartment. <laughs> oh my god. And you you went to each room in that apartment was just more depressing than the than, yep. the, than the room before it. Yeah. Like your living room was horrible. Prison cell. Yeah. It was horrible, but then you'd go into the <clears throat> kitchen and it was even worse. And then you go into your bedrooms and it was just like, I don't know how you guys, I don't know how one of you didn't like just commit suicide in one of those, I love that one place. of those rooms. It was great. Oh, God. I used to, so we had a little deck and I used to throw hamburger out on the lawn. And then if the rats would come, I'd try to shoot them. And then <laughs> they would, it didn't come. So I shot a crow one day and then I got attacked by his crow buddies. So I know that's such an oddball story, but such a horrible, horrible place. It really was bad. All right, let's get to something else, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how about that? Um, The Internet makes us dumber. That's pretty popular, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean. You're going to say it doesn't. No, it's the greatest thing ever. You think? They used to say that about TV back in like the fifties. Oh, it'll make us all dumb. And calculators too. Calculators, oh, they'll make us dumb. Here's the thing. I think the internet <clears throat> I'm concerned for America. I think that the inter you know I'll 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 attach your internet thought to a thought that I have, and I'm and I'm gonna say this. And I'm not going to take a political stance on it. I'm just going to throw it out there as a 
popular take that I think is bullshit. Um, and again, no politics, but, uh, you know, America is not the greatest country. It just isn't. I think it was. I think it was for a long time, and I think that it could be, but it's not. And it's not because the American people, by and large, are just, and it goes along with the internet too. You know, the internet is a great tool. It could make us smarter. America has the ability to be the greatest country. But we just, we we take things in the opposite direction. We're, we're in a way, we're really, we're underachieving people. And maybe it goes back, maybe you can link everything together. Like, you know, the, the, with, maybe you can link this to country music and the lowest common denominator. We just, I don't know. We're, we just do everything wrong. We have the tools to do everything right and make us great. And we do everything wrong. <laughs> well, I don't disagree that you make valid points and people, you know, I mean, for a long time, and this is going back to the late nineties. Um, the number one selling money-making thing on the internet was porn. Yeah. Today it's, <laughs> and today it's TikTok or these other yeah. bullshit. I mean, come on. So, exactly. so there's, there's the tool and you know, if I give you a hammer and you just go and hit yourself on the head with it, exactly. Whose fucking fault is that? A per perfect, perfect, you know, perfect analogy. It's like, it's like, you know, America, we, we in prison, we are, we have the highest incarceration rate of anywhere in the entire world, including China. Now think about that. We, we, we have 2 million people in prison in 33, we have 2 million people in prison and 335 million Americans. And China has something like 1.6 million people in prison and 1.5 billion people in their country. It's just, mm -hmm. it's mind blowing. Like we just, I don't know, man, we just underachieve. And we, yeah, it's but I mean, just... you know, that one of my other ones was correlation and causation. People love throwing that, those two around. And yeah. again, just just the idea of, of doing it. But I mean, we've talked about people in jail before and it could be our freedom because we have so much freedom. But it's mostly because of the way we handle our, our drug problem. You know, <sighs> well, I mean, exactly. most of the people in jail are are in jail for fucking drug something, drug dealing, drug using, but having a stash. Right. But there's. There's like 200 independent nation states in the world, and we're and and the vast majority of them have freedom, and we're not do the, the only country. Do they have the has, drug problem we have. We're not the only country that has freedom. We're not the only people who do drugs. You know, it's, there's, I don't know. There's a better way to do everything, and America has just stopped doing it. Do we have the internet in jail? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, like it's, I don't know, man, but yeah, you're right. You know, here's this tool that could enlighten us beyond belief. And we just use it to watch people give blowjobs to each other. <laughs> it's hey, just, don't discount it, the value of a it's good just, bully. It's just so fucked up. America's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can go right to Canada, buddy. I mean. Look at them. They just like eat donuts and drink Molson Canadian beer, play <laughs> hockey. It's every white man's dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. And they have better strip clubs. So what's that tell you? Uh, I don't know, man. I haven't been to one of those in a long time, but I remember the ones in Canada. They're pretty good. <laughs> strip, <laughs> strip clubs. I was in one, one of the, this is a long time ago, but I, I don't know when it was, it's like 2010. I went up with a bunch of people from Buffalo, uh, work stuff. We went to one of those places in Canada and the cops raided it while we were there. And, uh, I mean, it was funny. I was at the bar 
just drinking with one of my work buddies and this cop comes up to us and i'm like hey i didn't know they let you let you guys come in here you're gonna get a lap dance <laughs> and the cop got so mad at me <laughs> i'm like we weren't doing anything we're sitting here drinking you know we we were driving we were doing anything and they, uh, you know I'm just like, let me get you a lap dance, officer. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, that night. Oh, like with a cop. Well, it looks like you're speaking into his dictaphone. <laughs> you got to have a sense of humor, you know? Come on. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, I, we could go on forever. We should probably yeah, we got a long one today. It's a good topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really even know what we achieved other than maybe losing some listeners the internet sucks america sucks (laughs) i want to say something too i I, as much as my daughter has disappointed me country music music fandom (laughs) i respect her because she has been unwilling to budge and she has told me to fuck off and uh yeah you know i like that you know hold your hold the position hold the line i mean consider the fact that the Wiggles were one of the most famous bands ever. And that's on a lot of different levels. So. <laughs> and like at some point in time, like my son was way into the Wiggles. If people don't know what it is. Just Google the Wiggles. Greg. Um, they're a band from Australia, like a kid, kid's band for children. Yeah. My son loved the Wiggles. Watched them religiously. We took them to see the Wiggles. We actually paid 70 bucks a ticket to go see them. Uh, my daughter doesn't even know who the fuck they are. So, see, not even generational. I don't know what any of that means, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to the Wiggles before I listen to fucking Kenny Chesney. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about it. I just, sadly, because I do watch Fox News on occasion... There's that guy, Mark Rich. Is that his name? I, I don't, don't even know. know his fucking name, but he's some country music dude. I never heard of him. Oh, for, he's like, Fox, Fox loves to put country music people on. I, that's what I was going to. I didn't want to bring that up and get you rolling. but shit. Because they will because they they have country music people on to reinforce this belief that America is the greatest country. God, guns and whiskey. Oh, and, fuck and selves. There you go. All right, dog. Have a great weekend. This is a good topic. Peace (laughs) out, man. Stay safe.